All right, y'all. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. I'm late as hell, by the way, but it's all good. We're here today. Uh, I am, of course, your favorite podcast host, Braden King. Um, And I do have a special guest with me today. This is episode 52. Yeah, this is 52. Wait, let me double check before I continue. Because that's important. Yeah, this is 52. Life is good. And I do have special guests here today. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, please? Yeah, what up, everybody? Uh, my name is Tim Russell, but I go by Good Life underscore Russell on all social media platforms. All right, all right. And, of course, Life is Good with Good Life Podcast today. Um this episode, we, we're going to talk about a few things that's been going on. Uh, you know, may touch up on a few of your favorite subjects. Uh, might even talk about your granny. You never know. Um, <laughs> but we are here today. Uh, this is a podcast collaboration episode. Um, I'm definitely glad for you to show up today. And I appreciate, uh, you know, for bringing me onto your platform. So, of mm-hmm. course, I definitely wanted to bring you on to mine the crazy thing about that is like when we had linked up i uh-huh. literally thought like we was going collab collab like i thought i was going to be able to record with you and then you know you'll be able to record your show as well oh okay so that's why <laughs> i had brought my stuff and i was like, oh okay i got you you know what? it's you. all good it's all good okay that like, makes sense yeah. i had no idea <laughs> yeah this, that's why i was like you know what it all works out because then i can talk about um well, we got to share on my 50th episode, uh, Loner, you feel me? Okay. And, which we had mentioned on your episode. Um, so that was the reason for why I came up with the name of that. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I definitely got to speak about the experience of being on your show, you know, and wanted to be able to bring you on mine. Um, mm-hmm. So we just going to run a few topics um, today. But before we get started, how you feeling, man? How, you want to go ahead and speak to the people real quick before we get started? Uh, I feel good. I feel really good. Um, I got a lot of great things going on. Uh, make sure y'all follow Trap East Delivery on Instagram. Oh, um, Black owned food delivery company. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely tap into that. And like you said, the podcast. So I've been doing food and talking a lot. So things are great, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. What's uh what's a few things that you uh that you like doing if you want me to um, share? So yeah, so I'm more of a relaxed, like personable. I like I like ambiance. So I love hookah. I love jazz. I like to read. I like to go for walks. I love to be in nature and outside. I think better. Mm. Uh, me and my homies are getting together. We're gonna go cycling. Love bikes. Love riding bikes. Okay. Um, okay. So we're getting active. Okay. I guess. Getting active is definitely important nowadays and shit. You feel me? What's a What's a book that you would recommend people to read, man? Oh man, because you know um, a lot of niggas don't like reading this. Shit, so we we got to get back into it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's important. a huge thing we got to get back into. I would say Rich Dad Poor Dad. That oh, book changed my life. For that's real. a good book. I read that. Yeah, that's a good that book. book. Changed my life. But a lot of books too. I read um, like the um, the first Black Samurai. You know, movies like books like that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of books I read are kind of like. For my uh, knowledge, for education, you know what I mean? But I would say there's a lot of good self-help, self-motivation books out there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that people should tap into. But I do do like book exchange stuff too, so we can even collab with that too. Because okay. I love getting people into reading. Yeah, facts, man. Like I, I'd probably say one book that um, you know helped me help change my life is uh, the Four Agreements. And then once I got done reading the Four Agreements, you know, I heard about the Fifth Agreement, and I thought, hey, I know that's important to read as well. So that book focuses more on gratitude and appreciating gratitude and whatnot and you know Mm -hmm. being able to have gratitude with god as well so that book was also important for me to read but the that the four agreements yeah that book right there like that just helped me realize like it's not me it's other people Mm -hmm. like i'm not the problem it's Mm -hmm. everybody else (laughs) like i get it now i get it but, sometimes that's the case. Yeah, yeah, that, that is the case. That sometimes that is the case. But, I haven't read that. I'm about to tap into that. Oh man, yeah, you got to. Yeah, um, matter of fact, I'm gonna um, try to pull it up. So, have I you can, read Forty Eight Laws of Power? I got started on that. Is book. it similar, mm, or is it different? No, yeah, it's, I would have to say it's different. I would okay. have to say it's different. The Forty Eight Laws of Power. I got started on that book in 2013. I stopped at 13. Mm-hmm. And I never finished from there. Yeah, but. that book's intense. Yeah, you finished it. Yeah, okay, definitely a must read. At least, at least through. It's intense. But see, the thing, the thing with people, uh, a lot of people nowadays is you know getting a hold of the forty eight powers mm-hmm. just to utilize against people yeah. rather than actually trying to help. Yeah. So it can be a dangerous field to play when people get a hold of that book. I agree, but that's kind of like anything, though. You know what I mean? It depend. There's going to be some good and bad. That that's what makes things relative. Crazy perspective because you can't know what good is without experience bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like some people have to manipulate it. It's it's like you getting a bank and expecting it not to get robbed, but not realizing that they're helping your security get better to where now there's a Fort Knox Facts. to where y'all have banks that are unrobbable. Mm-hmm. But niggas had to try to rob your bank first. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. somebody had to try to rob your bank first. On oh, some real shit. Yeah. So, it's, sometimes that adversity, like, provokes change. Okay. okay. You know? So, I like it. I like when people misuse stuff because it gives people opportunity to show people the correct way to use it. Mm. And it hits a little different. You appreciate it a little more when you know, like, what you're doing wrong versus then when you do it right. Right. But sometimes when you're doing something right, you don't know, like, the, the lesson behind it. It's hard for you to appreciate it, you know? Mm-hmm. You take it for granted, so. Okay, okay. Real shit, real shit. So the four agreements are mm-hmm. be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. Don't make assumptions. And always do your best. And then, uh, open up the fifth agreement real quick because i know it had i agree with that all of that i think a lot of us say that just in different languages to ourselves mm-hmm. yeah the fifth agreement i think um be skeptical but learn to listen i believe but again that's it's also focusing more on gratitude and shit. That's that's the main key of the fifth agreement. But okay, yeah, in the four agreements, my favorite one was don't take anything personally. Yeah, that right there is when I realized like I need to stop reacting off what people say to me because yeah. I know that it's not true. But I don't need to fight myself or fight them to convince that what I'm saying yeah. is a fact. You feel me? 
Yeah, because if something could move you, I mean, you just don't look grounded. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> the wind can blow you down. You don't look grounded. It's not that the wind is so strong. It's it's you. It always starts with us. Okay. So I agree with that. Okay. Okay. But yeah, man, if you if you ever get it, get the chance to get mm-hmm. a hold of that book, I would definitely you know check it out, man. It, it like I said, it definitely made me look at things a lot different mm-hmm. ever since I got done reading that book, and I got done reading that book probably in. I think I think it was 2014, 2015. Okay. So you've had some time to kind of think on it, too. Mm-hmm. That's always good, too, reflection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think sometimes we rush to be done with something, but we forget the reflecting period of, like, mm-hmm. what we just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, in my book, like, I, I underline shit or I circle shit. I'll write little notes on the side of the nice. book and whatnot. You feel me? So it's like anytime I come across this page and shit and I come across this paragraph, it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta always remind myself. Like, I put this here for a reason. Like, nigga, you yeah. better open your eyes, man. Pay attention to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, does that help you in your writing process? Have you, have you ever seen a correlation between that? What you do in reading and you actually writing for yourself? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I haven't really picked up a pen and wrote. Probably, I think maybe. Probably like two, three years for real. Okay. But you know, it's just like it's just like for me, it's like I'm I'm more so worried about what will come out when I write. You <laughs> feel me? So it's it's just like it's been so much that's been going on throughout the years of me even writing. Uh-huh. Like actually writing, writing because there was a time, you know, where I would just like set a day, set a time frame, lock in, no phone, just write until that time is up. You feel me? And then it's like I'm doing that every night or every other night and shit like that. But now it's just like, man, if I get the chance to go back to that, I'm not I'm really not too sure what's going to come out because I haven't been consistent like that in a minute. You feel me? So it's just like Mm -hmm. a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts. I think that's a good thing. I think that is like the essence of what makes you a writer. Cause if you like, I, I love writing, you know what I mean? So I always, in everything I do, I study the greats. So if you pay attention to like a lot of the great writers, they speak about writing like it's a relationship, like a love, hate, like, like it's a person almost. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? Like, and that's what it, that's what it has to be. That's what it feels like. I've been writing since I was a kid mm-hmm. and that's on and off. I've taken years without writing anything, anything personal, anything like poetic, anything like for commission. I ain't write nothing. My book, I ain't write nothing. <laughs> Because I feel like we should take breaks away from everything. That keeps it consistent. Like, when you can take a break from something during that reflection period, it lets you know if you really want to do this or not, if this is really you. It creates that passion, that urgency. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, breaks are good. Like, and sometimes you just ain't got nothing to say. You're just thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm usually just thinking. But, you know, eventually, like, I'm definitely going to be able to pick up that pen again. It's Uh just man i'm i'm scared of what's really gonna come out for yeah. the most part so. i'm excited that's the stuff i like seeing and reading mm-hmm. could be good i mean because good and bad is perspective you know what i mean so we just we're gonna see about it either way and yeah i think that's what makes writing so unique everybody's story is different even if we all talking about the same experience it's mm-hmm. gonna be different 
it's gonna read different. In a way, yeah. In a way, it's always gonna be different. That's yeah. that's a fact. Like you may be able to relate to the shit, you know. Yeah. But you not you you wasn't in the shoes. You wasn't walking the same path of what actually went down. You may relate to it, but you ain't you ain't seen what I seen. Yeah, like like, and I think about that, like, even in sporting, like, versus, like, if you go to a basketball game and you're sitting behind the backboard versus if you're sitting on the side, like, you watching the same game, but the fact you're seeing it from different angles, you're experiencing this game differently, and you're going to describe it differently, and it, mm-hmm. and you could just describe a game, be the same game, and people not know you're talking about the same game. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, this perspective, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So now I try to understand people versus seeing the good or bad and stuff or, like, seeing if something's negative or positive. Like, if I understand and I can understand why you did this, like, cool. Like, what's the issue here? Because mm-hmm. gonna, people going to do what they want to do anyway. So us worrying about what they're doing is, is a waste of time. <laughs> Comprehension is key, folks. Yeah. It really is key. Yeah, a lot of people will ignore the comprehension and just focus on the communication it's mm-hmm. like nah you need more than that you need mm-hmm. more you need more i agree but um one thing i wanted to discuss today you know with life being good um mm-hmm. man drake mm-hmm. and future's life is good <laughs> just went nine times platinum really? so is I that did- streams yeah i believe okay. that streams i believe that streams so i definitely do want to go ahead and Acknowledge that, man. I know we was talking about Drake in the car and whatnot, yeah. but <laughs> I gotta say this is my guy on the mic. Like I just have to. Drake is really he he is a nerd. Like that nigga do be doing some weird shit too, man. He but do. that nigga is just talented when it comes to the music, and it's just yeah. I think all of the hate he gets kind of personifies how how good and big he is mm-hmm. as a rap, as an artist. I can't even call him a rapper. He's an artist. Man, I yep, facts. Like I've never called Drake a rapper. Yeah, never. Nah, like, I don't that, think he considers himself a rapper. Nah, nah, nah. He probably did in the beginning to get like that lane just to be like, oh, I can rap. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he can rap, but I don't. I never consider him a rapper. Yeah, nah, nah. He makes good music. An artist. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> like a very good artist all right but now nah, with this um uh, that nigga drake um shit what was that yeah the album come out oh, yeah was that, like a little ep yeah a little scary hours uh scary hours I liked too it. Mm-hmm. and the crazy thing about scary hours too this just topped one two three of hot 100 mm. so drake drake is just doing yeah. his damn thing right he now like miss. this nigga is really a true fucking goat like i'm sorry to say it but what can we say like oh that's what i was gonna say i love when it comes to the niggas that will listen to drake's music just to be like all oh, this shit's garbage yeah <laughs> just to talk shit you already know they got something to say too yeah man like oh y'all y'all was quick to come out like it could be five seconds within the song. Man, this shit's trash, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, right. <laughs> a few snares. Like, oh, man, here go another <laughs> whack one. Like, <laughs> give it a chance. Yeah, man. That's, that's mad crazy. And I I'll, think that's subjectivity. I think people be listening to music looking for a certain sound. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Which makes no, no sense, sense no whatsoever. Sense. That's why people make new music to create new sounds. Mm-hmm. 
I'm mm-hmm. like, so how are you looking for the old them, or are they not supposed to get better? Right. And if you if you are looking for the old them, you know where their old music exactly. is. Exactly. On so, the internet. It's 2021. Right. Just <laughs> hit that up. Like, it's not a problem, yo. Yeah. My favorite Ross, my favorite artist in that regard is Ross. Like, I've bought Port of Miami 1 to mm. everything he's put out since, and I... And I it made me like his music that much more because I can literally see his growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Ross. I fuck with Ross. A lot, a lot of people be trying to be trying to play Ross, man. Be trying to. Nah, don't. Nah, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta give Ross, give Ross his motherfucking flowers, he man. Can rap, that bro. nigga, that nigga goes. <laughs> I, I fuck with Ross. I'm sorry if you don't, if you don't like Ross. Yeah, oh well, tripping. Right. He can rap. You don't like good music. He can rap. You don't like good music, man. You, you don't and life is good over this way because mm-hmm. nigga what <laughs> <laughs> alright so so look so look so check it alright so and and it's crazy with the scary hour 2 being top 3 of hot 100 you know mm-hmm. what's next number 1 once in these future and little baby number 2 lemon pepper freestyle number 3 with Rick Ross I gotta ask what duo would you prefer Drake and future or Drake and Ross, <laughs> Drake and Future, really? Yeah. All right, all right. I like Drake and Ross. I love both the style of music, but I would say just for my bias, my preference, I listen to more Future currently than Ross. Mm, okay. So Drake okay. and Future, I'm waiting for day. You know what a time it would be what alive to be yeah. alive too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for That's that. Needed. Has Drake and Ross put out like a project like that? Psh- Bro, I actually made a playlist. Yeah, because they got a lot of singles. They got a lot I want to hear singles. them on a the whole project. I want to hear it, too, because I want to see how that would sound. Because mm-hmm. that's not easy to do. I did I did catch something that they did say that they were in the works of, you know, putting a project together. So, hopefully, if that is a true thing, Ooh. you know, that does come together. That would be fire. Fire. N- yeah. Nigga, what? <laughs> the streets need that. Yeah, bro. So, like, on my playlist, right? I got Drake and, Drake and Ross, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, Free Spirit, Lord Knows, Money Money in the Grave, Gold Roses, my favorite song right now, uh, Aston Martin Music, Dice Pineapple, mm. Stay Scheming, I'm On One, mm-hmm. No New Friends, and then just came across another one earlier, Made Man. Couldn't forget mm. that one. Yeah, Could crazy. not forget that one. Goes crazy. Yeah, Gold Rose has been on repeat. Uh, Lord knows is probably Drake his hardest verse to me. Like <laughs> that he went the hardest. Snap, Somebody pissed him off that day. <laughs> and he ain't shake a hand. He ain't kiss a baby in the studio. He says, "Just turn it on. Turn the shit on. Let's Man, go. What? Let me in the booth." Oh my god, that <laughs> they talking crazy, snap, yo. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that after he this went off. He went off. Oh, uh, you man. can hear it in his soul. He uh, wasn't gonna stop either. He just kept going. Facts, yo. He went off, man. When that pro- when that project dropped, man, it was it was so much shit going on. I'm just like, that's like one of that's like one of the best albums to me. But yeah. I can't give it the best album because it's like the time frame that it dropped okay. and how meaningful it meant when I listened to it. I. I can't even. It, it takes time for me to even go back and listen to that. that album. You feel me? Yeah, it's definitely the best, his best. That <laughs> album is classic, Man. instant classic. Classic. You can play that all the way through, and then even gave us a bonus song. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> That's fine. take care was so cold like that, man. And then too, Drake and Future went on tour. Like Drake yes. and Ross will have to do a lot. Oh yeah, they and that they tour would. was crazy. OVO Fest, all that is insane. 
You know what? Uh, I'm mad because I I was going. I, no, I'm still going with Drake and Ross. I, I put my vote in on Drake and Ross. I <laughs> no, I then it's. I feel like you couldn't go wrong either way. Yeah, you can. You know what I mean? I just I all the songs we heard Drake and Ross on. I feel like all the songs would sound like that. Mm-hmm. Drake and Future are a little more versatile. Yeah, it is because that life is good. Is hella different. Like nigga, it is, bro. What? And that's and they and they work really well together because they've done a lot of work together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like Drake and Ross work together when it makes sense. But Drake and Future, I feel like they friends. Like they just want to work together. Facts. Like probably Drake and Ross are more business partners. Yeah, than, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> they look like they be having fun in their videos mm-hmm. in the future. <laughs> I definitely got. So on, um, let me see. Oh yeah, we good, we good. So on, what a time to be alive. What would you say your favorite uh, song on that album is? Um, let me look at the album. Yeah, I pull that up now. Cause I don't know. That was such a fire album. <laughs> I fuck with that shit. Such a fire album. Um, change locations is one of them. Mm. And I would probably say Live from the Gutter. Live from the Gutter is probably my favorite. Oh, yeah, that that song did go. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Diamonds Dancing. Mm. Or um, I think it was, ooh, Change Locations was fire. Was yeah. fire. I think, I think I'm going to go with Scholarships. Okay. That song was hard. Mm-hmm. This whole project, man. Yeah. Damn, that, that was that's 2015. It. I didn't even know that. Yeah, we need that number too, man. We getting old. We need that. It's twenty twenty one. We need yeah. that like ASAP. We need a lot of shit from Drake for real, for real. He gave us two albums out here too. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, Drake oh, is yeah, giving us a lot. Fire too. Drake is giving us a lot. He really was, man. <laughs> Another thing about Drake, man, um, you know, he definitely showed love to uh Shad Mars. Um, Bow Wow, he entered in his hot top, his top hot 100 or one, two, three, mm-hmm. uh, with Bow Wiz, Bow Wow and shit. Damn, I can't talk. I'm fried, bro. <laughs> but nah, he definitely, you know, brought, um, Bow Wow on IG Live or whatever it was that he was on and shit. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, bro, He's that definitely nigga guy. was fucking hilarious. He, he gave Bow Wow his flowers, told him, like, off the rip, like, you know, if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be no me. But in all reality, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it like Bow Wow back in the day, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, Bow Wow was a legend, man. Bow Wow has a catalog. I don't yeah. people don't argue that. I think he's just, he's corny. As, as a person, yes. <laughs> I, I say that shit all the time. And you're like, off the court shit affects your oil, your performance. It does, it goes into your legacy. I don't think people understand that. Mm. I don't know why they don't understand that. Look at how they've been doing with Houston and them. Like they care. They care when you are here living crazy. They gonna they not gonna even acknowledge what you do well. Mm-hmm. It's sad, but I get it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I definitely understand that. I get it for you sure. Know. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but nah, Bow Wow. I mean. The Scream Tour, I remember Valleydale, like, he used to have the city going crazy. He used to go come to the Gus Smackers, mm. you know what I mean? And that's when he was cool, too. Like, people was cool with him, but mm-hmm. I don't know what went wrong. I think that, that fame went to Buddy Head. Yeah, the fame, <laughs> the women, the money, clothes, my cars. Funniest, my funniest video of him is when he was uh, around all those white people, and he was, like, pretending like they didn't know who he was. Like, he was Bruh. hiding from <laughs> And we... 
we all in the comments like, bro, they really don't know who you are. <laughs> like, the, how did the joke get back on you? This is what we talk about, bro. <laughs> yeah, that that shit. Um, nah, mine was when um, that nigga acted like he was on a private jet. Oh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> you got too many blooper stories. That hurts your legacy. You oh, got to stand strong, man. Come on. Yeah, that nigga Bow Wow, man. Him and Nick Cannon. Little Romeo, I just don't even... We know him because Master P. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Let's stop pretending we ever care about Lil Romeo. <laughs> yeah, Lil, Lil Romeo wasn't. Nah, he wasn't nah, ever really we that. We care high more high about Lil Saint than Lil Romeo. Facts. Like, bring it back for my nigga, man. You got to do it one time <laughs> for Lil Saint, bro. You ain't never heard a nigga say do it one time for Lil Romeo, ever. bro. Ever. ICDC, I was done with him. Hey, I wrote him off completely. Once I seen them commercials, I was done with buddy. Mm-mm. Start questioning Master P a little bit. I felt bad. Yeah, like you let your You son. had this. How did you and Michael Jordan? How did y'all how is your son so <laughs> less than you? Like how the numbers ain't adding up? Did you not pay attention a little homie? What's going on? Nah, they they let them just live their life, man. <laughs> just living this money here, son. Yeah, Take this black car. You gonna be like me. Like you ain't never had that. You struggled to get here. Niggas didn't have no guidance. They was born in the money. No guidance. Mm-mm-mm. I couldn't imagine. I love being I love struggling. I mean, not all man, the time. Man, I be but hating that shit. I like man. that I did it in the beginning. <laughs> I be hating that shit, man. The struggle. Yeah. What, what do you hate about it? Like, I just feel like, you know, with the process of struggling, it's just like, it's always, man. Damn, I want this shit to just be completely over with. <laughs> like, I want everything that I want right now. So you, you impatient? Me? Yeah, I'm impatient as hell, man. Like. <laughs> Bro, I'm the worst enemy when it comes. I'm I'm my worst enemy when it comes to that shit. Cause me and patience are just we're not friends like mm-hmm. ever. We've never been friends. Won't never be friends. Like I, I can't stand patience, man. It's just y'all gonna get along one day. I don't know when. It might take me until like sixty, <laughs> sixty more years of living life or something. Because I'm telling you, it's just I don't know. I just hate waiting. Like, yeah. for everything. Like, yeah. I could be, you feel me? Like, if I'm hungry and I want to grab, I, I just want to grab some Wendy's or some shit. Yeah. Long ass line up. Man, come on, man. It's yeah. Like time for this, man. <laughs> now I got to go find somewhere else. You feel me? Because I'm not waiting. Yeah. I want my food right now. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing wrong with being like that, but there's things that you're going to be forced to wait on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially even as just being a parent and, like, with business and stuff. That's something I'm learning, too. Like, that's my biggest journey right now is patience, for sure, especially when you get in a momentum of just consistently doing stuff for yourself and not having to wait. So then you're like, what? I get somebody telling me I got to wait? You know what right. I mean? But honestly, that's those are starting to become your test. That's your test, your discipline, you know what I mean, if mm-hmm. you can just wait and be patient. Like, being still is, is hard. You know what I mean? Sitting in a room of just silence is hard for people. Like, I never I never knew that. Yeah, I never knew that. I do that a lot. Because <laughs> I don't really track time. I be just, you know, my own, my, my own time. I be in the universe with it. So see, I man, just think. And see, with me, like, I just be, I, I think that's what it is. Like, I focus too much on time because there's yeah. never enough time to, like, yeah. do shit that needs to be done. So it's just like. Yeah. And then with me, like, with the whole thinking shit, like, I feel like me just thinking about shit, mm-hmm. it just takes away time, you know? Like, it kills more time than me actually just doing something, mm-hmm. you feel me? So, 
I get I get why you would say that, but nah, thinking is essentially is like when you're trying to build a, a building, like thinking is the blueprint. It's you going through the steps that would be most conducive to do what you're trying to do. Not to say that this is going to be the last process. That's mm-hmm. why even when I tell people what my writing, the biggest part of my writing is editing and reflecting. Like, it's not actually writing all this stuff out. It's the editing process. Okay. Because just because you put something down on paper doesn't mean this is law. You put this down just to get it out your head. So right. now that you're starting to put more stuff down, too, you're getting more stuff out your head. It's give and take. You know what I mean? And a lot of this is just how we look at it. Like, we looking at it from, like we were saying earlier, from a crazy angle. <laughs> and it's and there's real no good way to look at it, things from this angle. So we stay in that angle. You know what I mean? It's mm. familiar. It's safe. But when you start moving in different angles around stuff, it's uncomfortable because you're nervous. You never stepped in these places before, but you start to see new stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So two things is happening. <laughs> like, you're being tested. You're being tested on changing and tested whether you want to stay the same. Right. And to me, when you stay the same, that, that was greater that time. But when you want to change, like, your, your energy, your urgency to change is greater. You know? And a lot of times, that's just what, what we got to put ourselves into. So if you know you can't sit in a quiet room, try it. If you know meditation is uncomfortable or, you know, you don't really know enough about it, look into it, research it, try it, see about mm-hmm. it. That's how I am in life. Like, before I'm going to talk <laughs> shit about something, I'm going to see about it. Then I'm going to talk shit through experience. Okay. But I'm never just going to talk about something I'm not willing to actively do because I might like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, how do you know if you never tried it? <laughs> exactly. Right. You don't know. That's that's just a scapegoat. Yeah, I, try, I tried meditation before, man. How do you feel about it? Like, so... I don't know. Like at first, I felt like I was I was doing it wrong, but then I I felt like like the more I just sat there and I was just quiet, you know, mm-hmm. and just keeping my eyes mm-hmm. closed. The, the only thing I was focusing on was uh, just a box, like just going in a box, and it was just multiple boxes. Like that's all mm-hmm. that's all I remember and shit. You feel me? So it's just like I didn't think about nothing else at the time. Yeah. But just focusing on this hole that I'm going into, and I don't even know where I'm going. I just know <laughs> it's re- repeating. It's like a paradox. Yeah, you feel me? So it, it was cool. It was cool. Like I actually enjoyed it. I, th- okay. I think I did. I think I did it like two two times that week. And okay, then, and then I got lost track of time. You yeah. know, and then it, yeah. never got back you got to back it. Into your routine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we um so. Meditation, I when I tell people, because I meditate a lot, I study meditation, you know what I mean? So I'm an active meditator. Like, I even meditate to help myself go to sleep at night. That's a whole nother level of shit. Mm. But, and I study dreams, too, dream work, too. So, okay. like, I'm into, like, deja vu, all of that. You feel me? So what I would say when it comes to meditation, you got to figure out why you're meditating and understand what meditation does. So meditation, for me, how I would ex- describe it is how we was talking about being high, essentially. Like, it helps you focus on what you're trying to focus on. So meditation is basically your noise-canceling headphones. Right. To where you can truly focus on what you want to focus on. But the bigger picture, when you practice how you get better at meditation, is you're watching yourself. That's what they call, like, an outer body experience. Mm. And I have those now when I'm having conversations so I can talk to someone and watch how that conversation is going and later edit, like, you know what I mean? or I should have said this or not said this, vice versa. So meditation essentially is the same thing. So if you got a big decision to make, you meditate on it. How somebody would say pray on it, like meditate about it, like clear your mind Mm. so you can actually really think what's the best plan for this. But if you got five things you're planning for, each one of them things individually might not be planned well. 
if you plan each one at a time, then yeah, you're going to give it because some might not only 30 minutes. Some might need 30 seconds. Some might need five, but you don't know if you're doing them all at the same time. Right. So meditation right. is to clear your mind free of what is not priority right now. It is to put priority in the front of your mind and that's mm-hmm. it. And when you focus on that, you come out of it, but there's a bunch of different types of meditation too. So that's kind of is one of the stigmas in our community doing new things like meditation, like therapy, like people don't realize there's so many different types of this. So one way might work for you, might not. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different types of way of meditation and there's no one to say they don't work or they do work. Some work for some people, some work for others, just like anything else, you know? So that's why I say just experience it. You know, you never know. Okay. Okay. No, I, I think I am going because I'm I'm trying to I'm already trying to you know get into new things right now you know um, mm-hmm. been doing been doing some home workout process and shit that's mm. new for me you feel me um, nice I, I do want to get back into reading because one I love reading books mm-hmm. so I actually thought about hitting up Barnes and Noble soon so nice I don't know how soon but I do plan on <laughs> making that jump my face yeah, you feel me like, <laughs> I, I got I, and, I, and I love Barnes and Nobles like I love going yeah. to Barnes and Nobles and grabbing like self-education and self-awareness yeah. books and shit like I got a few of them you feel me yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's like I know exactly what section to go to what type of book I'm looking for and you feel me like whichever I feel is gonna work for me in the time that I need it like I'm gonna go ahead and grab it and you feel me? Try to learn from it, man, so I can grow from it. Like, okay. that's, that's what I love about reading books. Like, mm-hmm. I just love learning new things about myself. You feel me? And then just being able to grow from that information. And then especially when I can feel the growth, like, that that matters, too. So, I, I just, yeah, I got to get back into that. <laughs> that's that's, that's that self-love. And I think sometimes, uh, like we were saying earlier, too, we take a break from things, like, Cause it's necessary to take a break. It's necessary to kind of reflect and look and see how you grew through this. What'd you learn from this? What I'm going to do different when I enter back into it. And I tell people like, don't look at situations as you're starting over from scratch, but look at it as you're starting over from experience. Mm. So yeah, you're starting over from mm. the beginning of this process, but now you're a veteran doing it. So imagine how different that experience is going to be. But if you come back into it, like, Oh, I'm coming into it as a failure. Imagine how that experience is going to be. <laughs> Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Didn't look at didn't look at life like that. But yeah, that, and that'll that change your sense. life. Your perspective will change your life. How you look at life, your outlook will change your whole life, and you nice. won't realize it until it's happened. And then you ain't never gonna go back to how you was living. It won't make sense to. Okay, okay, that's real good shit. I hope, <laughs> I hope y'all listening because I'm listening. That's real good shit. That's real good shit. No, nah, that's real good shit. Yeah, man, this is life. We we live life daily, so for us to not reflect on it daily is a disservice to ourselves because we could be learning about ourselves every day. And a lot of us, that's how I know we don't know ourselves because we don't spend no time doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So let me so let me ask you um, uh-huh. just to just to uh, do a recap from the from the episode that we recorded at your spot, mm-hmm. uh, the Triton Lab. Mm-hmm. Um, what what was it that uh, Mr. Uncle Mike said? He said, um, "Fuck." fuck growing or fuck healing i'm sorry fuck healing that's what he said yes yeah. this, this man said fuck healing all right he said yolo you only have one life to live what's the point of healing you know yeah. just live your life so i must ask you you agree with fuck healing or do you agree with wanting to heal um i think we are always healing 
simultaneous i think we're never done healing you know what i mean and like working on ourselves i think we'll never be complete Mm -hmm. so yeah i i agree to his sentiments during certain times of my life this definitely fuck healing like and that's how we had got on that concept like do you think you uh sleep with a lot of women like to heal and and i'm just like i don't i don't think i'm not trying to heal you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i know i'm aware that what i'm doing is toxic but i'm also not like claiming that i'm healing or like pretending this is something good it just is what it is and i think that's kind of that notion and some people get into that space which there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean especially if you can maintain your life and do what you need to do you're not harming nobody what's wrong and thinking like that because you're not always going to think like that right and a lot of times that's just a trigger and i love my triggers like they show me where i need to heal so those be the triggers we just need to listen to ourselves, you know what I mean? And then when you're ready, you'll heal those things. But sometimes people talk to themselves about shit two years before they change it. Yeah. And that's another thing people got to get out of, wanting people to change when they're ready to change. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I partake in that too. I'm getting out of that and just accepting people ain't ready to change right now. So mm. I'm going to step back, you know what I mean? I'm pushing too hard for you to want to change now that it's upsetting me. Yeah. And you're showing me physically you don't want to change. So nah. I have to believe you. You're not wrong. You ain't the problem. It's me. I don't believe you and I don't want to because it doesn't serve what I want. Wow. You get what I'm saying? That's facts. No, yeah. that's that's true. No, I definitely understand that. And, you know, it it is hard, man. It is hard wanting to see somebody change. Mm-hmm. Not not even the way that you want them to be, but just, like, for the right thing. You feel mm-hmm. me? And it's what they like, say they want sometimes. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> and then it's like, man, damn, it's like, you can't you can't see the issue. And mm-hmm. You're not seeing the problem, but you can always see the problem with me and whatnot, mm-hmm. but never for yourself. So it's... It's always tough, man, when those situations come about, man. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm learning that too, man. Mm-hmm. Just learning to accept it, you know. Yeah. You just gotta accept this is who it is. They they gotta be able to grow and learn from it on their own time, you know. They may not be side by side with you, or they may not be able to see it how you see mm-hmm. it and whatnot, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you gotta give them the time to see it how you did see it, so they can just be like. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. That's true. Sometimes stepping back is the progressive move. That's real, bro. It hurts, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think sometimes, too, we do so much for people and we're so close to them, they can't appreciate it until we kind of step back and give them time to reflect on all the stuff we actively do for you in your life. Facts. So we kind of hurting them and enabling them by us not stepping back. You know? <laughs> it depends on how you look at stuff. Like, you just got to be able to pay attention to what you do and how you treat people, man. That's important, man. Mm-hmm. Just always do that, all right? Uh, one thing I want to acknowledge in, in regards to taking care of people. Um, so, I guess it's been going around social media. Y'all called President Biden Moneybag Joe. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. So, you know... <laughs> Of course, we, uh, the last episode, we talked about um, Biden approving the stimulus checks being sent out 1400 um a person in the household. So um, I said seven or half. Yeah, half of 1400 for a kid last time. I didn't know it was the full 1400 That shit tricked me. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess Biden is, you know, Sending out the package money. He's just throwing it out there like, yeah, you yeah. get 1400 You get 1400 Everybody gets 1400 So, you know, I hope everybody's um, 
doing whatever you want to do with your money, you know, because a lot of people nowadays like to focus more so on how you guys spend your money that's given to you Man. or how you make it. And yeah. I never understood and that. And try to guilt people into spending their money. Yeah, like, like, man, where the fuck <laughs> did you come from? Like, Who do you think you are? Wow. <laughs> I've seen it all, man. Man, I, I be seeing some most wild shit. Like, um, I seen, um, I seen a repost on mm. um, Facebook. Somebody was like, um, oh, shit, that's on there? All right, we'll bet. Nah, they, uh, somebody had said something in regards of, uh, uh, make sure y'all, uh, spend 1400 on your child. You know, sometimes your kid wants to go on that trip too, uh, for the weekend or whatever, this and the third. And it's like, nigga, do you not know what people do for their kids all throughout the year? Like, life, bro. you feel me? Like, and that'd be projection. Cause they ain't did shit. So now they projecting that on other people trying yeah. to deal with it. Not deal with that at your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't deal with that on the internet. Yeah, man. <laughs> that ain't our problem. Like you, who you talking to? You ain't talking to us. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Like that 1400 is going to get spent. How it gets spent. Don't you worry about how it gets spent. If it's not your 1400, you feel me? Like, exactly. Get, Moneybag Joe gave you a bag. Like, why are you worried about somebody else's bag? So catchy, man. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that when I seen it. I seen the pictures and all. I was like, oh, the internet moves really, really quick nowadays. Like this shit's yeah. Like it's zooming. I'm talking about They're Sonic watching facts, the news, <laughs> creating, ready, ready yeah. to drop a meme. <laughs> this shit and it, it's so crazy like with um earlier technology you know like shit was not like this back in the oh, day oh nah nah we that golden era we grew up without tech and we actively live in it mm-hmm. but i prefer no tech honestly like i i i don't know i can't say i prefer it's i have times where i enjoy it and it serves me and i have times where i love nature i would love nature more i'll say but there's a need for technology. I do see the need. You man, know what I mean? Yeah, nah, nature is important, man. That's And that's one thing I can't wait about summers. Like, Oh, yeah. The walks. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was my favorite part of Corona last year when everything shut down because everything was so green and beautiful. Flowers, because it wasn't no people outside. It wasn't no pollution and litter and cars wasn't going and the world. The earth was getting back. So, mm-hmm. like, we definitely, we know, we know what's going on. <laughs> it's yeah. too much pollution. It's too much not, it's nonsense going on. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So once all that gets back, we can have nature how it was intended. And that's why I'm going to love it. I'm going to go to Africa, too. I want all the nature. Oh, that, that'll be nice. That'll be real fucking nice. I can just picture that. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to cry when I get there. I'm going to shed a tear. Lance. You got to, As soon as to, I touch man. the ground, I'm going to cry. You got to. Like, that's you got such to. a powerful, man. That's a, that's a hell of, that's a hell of a move. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to drop that tear one good time. Yeah, like for sure. My motherland. You got to hug the ground. Mm-hmm. For Wakanda. Yeah. Shit, for Ch- uh, Chadwick Boseman. You got yeah. You. Oh, man. It's, all, it's always rest in peace to him, man. Man, him, stuff like that Kobe. is... I get it, though, because, you know, martyrs wouldn't be a thing without stuff like that. But still, mm-hmm. it sucks when it's the good ones. And Bud was so good. And he got so many great movies. Mm-hmm. So many great movies, bro. So yeah, it's, we missing a good one. How do you think they should keep doing Black Panther, or what direction you think it should go in? I feel like with Black Panther, they should continue it, but like they they just gotta start it off like 
they got it started off as a funeral type thing. You feel me? Like, of course, we're not going to see nobody. So yeah. they might as well make a fake one or something. Heavy Angela Bassett. Or just have him with the mask on. Yeah, so But they already said they wasn't going to have... Um, they already said they wasn't going to have, like, somebody else playing or dubbing that, or whatever. That's what we don't need. Yeah, we don't, don't need, do that. Yeah, you, <laughs> we don't need anybody playing Black Panther. Like, we just don't. And it better not be Michael B. Jordan. Nah, I, and, that, and that's the thing with that. That's what the, the thing with that. I feel like he's going to come back, you feel me? But he's going to come back as, I don't know, like, he'll probably start off evil, but then end up turning good. And then he'll probably be king of Wakanda or whatever the case is. And mm-hmm. him and Shuri will talk and all this other stuff. And Auntie, all that good stuff, man. But I don't know, bro. It's just. It's yeah, just they going to have Angela Bassett ass up in there. Yeah, it's just a little different <laughs> now, man, without him. So it's like, I can't even really call it. And I, and I know they're. I love Marvel. I know they're a good company. And I know. You know what I mean? They're missing him, but I know they were pissed too, like with their story arc. Because I mean, you gonna have to completely <laughs> change a lot of shit now. Facts. Because they, and they just remember they had just um, signed him to a little extension. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five or six movies. Mm-hmm. So they had plans for Buddy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's why they came out early. Like we won't have nobody playing him. Like yeah, that contract will probably just be null and void at this point. You know what I mean? So. And Marvel don't miss. They know. They know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. No. I feel like they do need to go ahead and continue whatever whatever contract they got signed signed him on as well. Like I feel like they need to go ahead and continue those movies that he was gonna be on. And you feel me? Like still pay his family for yeah. it. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. That's, what else you gonna do with it? You feel me? Like you didn't already sign the man to the contract. Granted, he may not be here. You feel me? But we all know his value. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, yeah, yeah definitely we continue. We do, and I feel like you built up enough characters in Black Panther and Avengers movies and Wakanda that you could do something. Definitely with mm-hmm. Zuri. I know. I I remember they were talking about a show or something, which I could see more. Just them take the direction to make it a show, mm-hmm. and then we get to really see the day to day of Wakanda, like they jobs and they life, because we only really know the top. But you don't know everybody else, so I think that'd be dope. I feel like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because we get in Winter Soldier, Mm. so uh, we get in that show, Winter Soldier and Falcon, so I feel like it's... It's going to tie into Wakanda. He was, mm-hmm. I mean, they was taking care of him this whole time. They're going to, they're going to pay homage to Wakanda. They have to. So it's interesting to see how that go. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Um, that Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon. Fire. Wandavision, so fire. Oh my god, that <laughs> shit was gold, man. That, so fire, bro. That shit had me on my toes on the last yeah. episode. I, I just. I had to watch that shit again. I had to because I was like, this shit is crazy. They're diabolical, bro. They had us arguing with each other, making up, writing whole new endings and storylines and all turning. That's how good the writing is on the show. I done wrote on four people like, oh, I can see. Oh, man, was that Mr. Fantastic that was in the office with Vision? I'm like, oh, bro, because mm-hmm. we got Agatha. I'm like, they about to bring some uh, Fantastic Four people on here because mm-hmm. Marvel already got all that cleared. So yep. now they, they about to be them. swapping them characters. I'm excited, bro. I'm, I'm waiting for that. And um, did they they got X-Men. They got X-Men, too. Yep, I'm I wait, thought I'm X-Men was going to be in here, too. They could have tied in a couple X-Men characters, too. I want Silver Surfer movie. 
Oh, I'm on everything. We going y'all better spoil us, Marvel. Man, who you think the uh, <laughs> who you think the uh the uh phase four boss is going to be? I don't know. I was thinking, um I don't know, bruh. I don't know. Cause it's a <laughs> lot of different ways they can take this. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm hoping it's Galactus. I think it will be, and I'll I'll get Silver Surfer, so I'll be happy. And it'll make sense to me because like we're about to definitely go into like Nova and all them. So we're going to get Super Scroll. We're going to get a lot of people who tie Avengers and Final uh, Fantastic Four together. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, hey, man, ain't no telling, bro. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm ready for Dark Strange, too. He in my top I'm, three. I'm ready to see that also. I want to see him beat Wanda up. So, all right. So <laughs> what's the, what's the, what, what you think is going like, is she going to be, like, the main... <sighs> All right, so, buddy who don't nobody know his name, but he in every movie. Remember the ending of the first Doctor Strange movie? See, I, I knew I got to watch this movie again. It, watch the movie, the also, the ending, the very ending, where he stole the wizard's power. He was like, um, he's like, all of y'all shouldn't have magic. We shouldn't just be teaching magic. And he stole, like, his, his power at the end. That was, like, the very end after the credits. The dude, why can I never think of his name? Man, I don't know his name. Let me pull him up. I'm going to show you. <laughs> okay, so I think, and usually how these movies go, because in WandaVision, they kind of set it up, too. Like, they said, like, um, the Scarlet Witch is stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. So what I think is they're going to have Doctor Strange, my Chinese dude, Wong or Chong, whatever his name, chubby dude that be running around with him. Oh, okay. And then the vi- the antagonist in the first movie, the dude who ended up turning into the villain in the credits, I think Doctor Strange fights him at the beginning, and then they all team up to beat up Wanda at the end. Because mm. she even said, like, you don't know what you did, because now people can sense her power, and they know that she's here, and people know it's the Scarlet Witch, especially him. Like, he's a Sorcerer Supreme. And they put an emphasis on that. They was like, yeah, you're stronger than him. I was like, oh, yeah, they about to fight it. They about to duke it out on Doctor Strange, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. yeah, bro. We, I, yeah, I be into these shows. So, what you, what you think's gonna happen with Vision, though? Um, I think Vision, I think, um, White Vision is gonna become Vision because Vision comes back to life and goes back to the Avengers and helps them train like the new Avengers, the kids. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's just gonna become the Vision, White Vision, which I, I feel like they set that up kind of during the show too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause how he was, uh, talking about, uh, he still is a part of him through the soul stone, the mind stone, excuse me. But dude, remember he become the villain at the end cause he was working with, um, bald girl and Dr. Strange. He was her apprentice. And then when everything went south, like when everything went left, he kind of went and did his own thing. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna watch it again, bro. And at the end, you're gonna see he pulls up on one of the dudes who's, he, same thing as Dr. Strange. He learned the magic because he had like health issues. So he pulls up on him and takes his magic. And I think he was using it to stand up and dude falls down. And he was like, the problem isn't that there's, um, wizards. He's like, the problem is that there's too many wizards or something like that. Mm. So they already lead him up. Probably them come in, you know, in the beginning, just socking each other. And then they realize, he realizes Dr. Strange way in the way. And then Wanda, that's definitely the big play. Cause Marvel can't go back to simplify movies because Avengers and stuff. So now when they give us solo movies, y'all gonna have to fight like two, three people. Cause us, y'all fighting one person for two, three hours. We ain't gonna feel that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now we need Sony, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Ooh, I 3. Can't, I can't wait for that. I Spider-Man can't wait 3 for that. where he fought three, four villains. He fought everybody in Spider-Man 3. Bro, <laughs> them niggas was 
was going. And teamed up with James Franco. That movie was fire. Man, listen. The CGI and that was impressive for that time, for that age, for that era. I can't wait for that and that um that Venom too. Cause that I'm ready. They need to give us more on Carnage. They gotta give us more of the backstory too. They made it too modern. It felt like Venom if he was walking around now in New York. They need to make it more like the comic book and give us more about the outer space, more about, you know what I mean, what's actually going on. Because, yeah, y'all assuming because all these Spider-Man movies, but people still don't know. If you're not a nerd, read comics, you don't understand all of this. You just know Venom bad, he black, Spider-Man red, he good. There's a black Spider-Man out there somewhere running around. They don't really know what's happening. So now you about to just drop Carnage in. And it's like, come on, explain to them the whole symbiote thing and then build on that because which Marvel is going to do. Mm. That's why I'm glad they got all the rights back because Sony was shitting the bed. I think I think it was it was just a uh, oh shit. I think it was just a certain time mm. and a certain place that Marvel was going to get a hold of, you know, all the shit that Sony got. Yeah. Because it's just like. It makes no sense for Sony to have it, and Marvel has everything else. Everything else, it just makes no yeah. sense. You feel me? And Sony's just holding on to that bitch yeah. for dear life, and it's like, bro, let Being go. Petty. Yeah, hey, y'all should have did this before Stan Lee passed. That's why Man. I was most pissed. Oh God, bro, and that Spider Man. He it. created Spider Man, so it's like, come on. And Fantastic Four was one of his favorites. That so like now it. this all happened, and he ain't even. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's corny. That <laughs> That would have been it. And y'all man. knew y'all was making bad movies. Like, I give you Apocalypse Crash. was not good. No, I give y'all X-Men first class. Garbage. I give y'all first class. That was a good movie. Y'all had a solid X-Men movie. One of the Wolverines, the collections was okay. I mean, but y'all pretty much, y'all's movies were bad. See, and the thing about the X-Men movies, man, I can't even remember. Like, I know I've Who's watched. That Fox? I think that was Fox. I've watched X-Men movies. Like, I watched them, but I don't remember which one is which. That's how many <laughs> X-Men movies I First watched. Class was the one when they was fighting Magneto on top of the Statue of Liberty, and he bent back Wolverine's claws. They was all basically fighting Magneto. And it was like the young, all of them, Hugh Jackman and all of them. So the newer ones, X Men movies, the New Mutants movie was pretty good. I have seen that one. That was that's that's that like one the was continue. that one was actually pretty. That's good. That's the end. If you seen if you seen Logan and paid attention, those two are like connect to each other. They about to cross each other. The you New Mutants about- at the end when they broke out, and then remember at the end of Logan when Wolverine dies and. Sus and all them are headed out. That's literally at the same time. Mm. So they're creating the new, you know what I mean? The okay. new X-Men. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that X-Men. Yeah, I took my daughter. That's the movie. I, I knew that. I was trying to figure out a movie that I went and took her to. That and I couldn't think of it, but it was the X-Men movie. That Fire. Yeah. Logan was a good movie. I wish Sabretooth would have been in it. But Logan was good. He, even Hugh Jackman, like, everybody was upset that Marvel wasn't making these movies. And I think he would still be Wolverine if it was under Marvel. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he didn't say he would do a movie, but he said he would consider cameos in the future. Like, mm. But he was already ready to get out. Yeah. And then he did The World's Greatest Showman, which is one of my favorite movies. You know what I mean? And he kind of showed the world. He really likes doing show tunes. And he sang and wrote those songs on that show. It was mm-hmm. about Barnum and Bailey. So, like, I respect that, too. It's it's heartbreaking when you have your favorite actor play a role, but you got to remember they people want to do other shit. Like, yeah. they yeah. don't feel about this role how you feel about this role. Facts. Like, nah, bro, you he doing is the Wolverine, wrong shit. Though. Like, it'll take a lot for us to accept the new Wolverine. Yeah, like, it's going to be real hard. That's why I'm glad they pitched her, like, because, mm-hmm. yeah, who was y'all going to replace him with? 
He better have a twin. Facts. Better, <laughs> better be able to. He act better the be same more aggressive way. than him. Right on that bullshit. A little taller too, just you know. But yeah, nah, like I don't. But I'm excited for what's next in movies. I love cinema. I love film. I mm-hmm. like all that. So I'm excited. You think? Um, you think a Wolverine will pop up in the next Deadpool movie? I don't think so. Um, I think that is kind of they. I think they're gonna keep playing on that mystique, and then Deadpool is gonna cross over with the Avengers. I do think they're finally going to obviously throw him in the X-Men movie. Marvel knew they was getting X-Men. That's why they kept doing all those X-Men puns. Even kind of cameoed them in the Deadpool movie. <laughs> yeah, they, did. they sure did. How they can sure we only did. get the C-list people and then they was all in the room talking to each other? They shut the door. I said, oh, I think at that time Marvel had got at the rights to X-Men. And they just keep playing with us through Deadpool. And then they just going to connect everybody, which is going to be fire mm-hmm. which they already tried it with us with endgame they do yep. a whole bunch of people they still people forget they got thousands of characters mm-hmm. and really some of do. us know most of them they really do they really do and then also as well with um with uh what is it i think deadpool um yeah with deadpool they got the movie coming out as a rated r movie mm-hmm. i guess that also caused a lot of problems for people because they was like so what about blade blade's not gonna be rated r no you know and i can't believe it it's stupid i figure and i feel like i i i just feel like it's about money it's that there's still politics and they're still a big company it was no different than Civil War being centered around Captain America, which is not like that in the comics at all. Mm-hmm. But Cap was the more popular character at the time, especially toy sales. So his movies got pushed harder and were bigger movies. But Iron Man was like, his first movie was crazy, was uh, huge. Yeah, I feel like Iron Man's his movies first were movie way went, than Captain. They were, but Marvel pushed him harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the leader. He's the head. Him and Winter Soldier beating up Iron Man at the end of Civil War. I said, yeah, this, that pissed me off. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man, that, that pissed was, me off. That was garbage, that man. That pissed me off. Handicap Knowing match, Iron Man, man kills him in the comics, like, none of this. But I get it too, and I, and I get why Marvel established this is the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Like, where some things are similar, but most is different. It's yeah. however we need it to be at the time. <laughs> Depending nah, on the that, sales. Man, fuck <laughs> that. I already knew Iron Man was gonna beat fucking uh captain america oh he's gonna ass, break man. his knees bro. yeah man and you got you a winter soldier who killed his parents who's justified but he right like how can ass. you even be on his and side right now oh bro that when i felt when i found that part out right there i was like yeah yeah that, that's got, how it happens too and he, knows. and he knew yeah like and that's so knew. fucked up and he bro. said no but you gotta understand he like what and you knew <laughs> Nigga, my my parents died because of your friend. You sitting he here beat talking them about to death, like he punched their heads in. Wow, it was bro. not. It was gruesome because he they had to send the message. That was the point of it too. Like, yeah, I would I would have stayed away from Captain America too. Um, I would have been done with him, bro. Is it, yeah, Tony Tony had all rights to snap on his ass on Endgame, all fucking rights. So when them it was like, no, Tony. Tony, calm yeah, down. Calm, calm down. Like, yeah. bro, you tripping. Like, this nigga went through fucking hell because of and Captain he America. He told you. He told you this was going to happen, and he handed you this heart and everything. And as much as, as quick as they try to blame him for Ultron, he wasn't even trying to make Ultron. He was making Vision. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that's, he needed to make Ultron to create Vision. Mm-hmm. Again, that's what we were talking about earlier, like the duality. Like, sometimes somebody got to fuck something up for you to feel like, realize mm-hmm. what the right way is. But and if you do the so right way sense. up front, you get Superman. They're not going to appreciate it. And then you get injustice. 
because he get tired of not being appreciated. And he realized I'm bigger than all this. So mm. I really could just snap on all y'all for real. I've been right. playing it cool. Right. And sometimes there's a lesson in that, being too humble. And then they hoeing you around, but you Superman. Mm. And you should be Homelander. It's another conversation, though. Hey, Homelander. <laughs> hey, funny. That ass. show is bro, wild, bro. That's, it, that's, that's one of the greatest so shows I've ever crazy, seen. Bro, I swear to God, I love that shit. And man. they just shit on DC because they just literally gave you everything you could have been doing this whole time with your character. And they made it better. Facts. Because DC is fucking trash when it comes to their fucking movies. And they and just shit. used all y'all's characters and made wow. them better. Oh my god, bro! The Homelander boys is, is great, bro. Oh, oh my god, shout bro. out my man Butcher, man. That show is so good. <laughs> hey, my man, Mother's what's Milk. What's his real name? In real life, yeah, I have no idea. Oh man, his bro, he is so unknown, bro. Like he art. is, but he's been in some stuff. Yeah. He was in um SWAT or something back in the day. No, 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 not SWAT or Doom or something, bro. One of them old movies like that. One you, of them old shoot 'em up movies. You heard this show called? Um, I said that's Butcher. You heard this show <laughs> called uh, Banshee? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, he was in there. Oh, really, bro? Yes, bro. He was in okay, there, bro. So he just got some sneaky hitters. It'd be some actors like that too, because they don't really be out. They don't really mingle and mix with the actors. They just show up for work and do a good job and go home. So mm-hmm. they don't really, you know, about them if you know about them type mm-hmm. vibe. You know what I mean? But yeah, that show was that man. I love that show. I love that show, yo. I'm, I'm not even going home. That you. show was fire. <laughs> way, way. I can't wait to the DC. next season. Facts, yo. I'm waiting I'm on the edge of my seat, man. And they. It, and it was oh man, the, I, I knew it was good when they he ran through so his dirty. girlfriend. Yep, they that's when I knew this so show dirty. was gonna be good. And then he just act like he ran through a bug or something, and it just went back to running. Oh, and he was still holding her forearms, and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. When I first seen that shit, I was like, <laughs> bro, he what? on drugs. I said, yeah, he on he on that stuff. Yeah, y'all gotta watch the boys. Y'all have to. It's Ooh. on. Uh, what what network is that on? I have no idea. I don't even remember. Uh, Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, you're right. You're Amazon right. Prime. Ooh, do you watch Amazon Prime? Nah, I, okay. I don't. Mm-mm. Hunters X or something or Hunters? Is it, um Hunter X Hunter? No, 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 not the anime show. There's a show. They're Nazi hunters. It's um, hold on. I think I see Al Pacino it. is like leading them. They're like Nazi vigilante hunters. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's fire. <laughs> I think I just seen that on Hulu. I think I, I think it, okay, it's just called Hunters. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It's some inglorious bastards type. So it's way it's like modern time and they find out there's still Nazis in hiding that's still like, you know, causing plans and doing shit. So they oh, hunt man. them down and torture them, figure out their plans, their bases and kill them type stuff. And they all like bounty hunters, but yeah, they coming to kill. They ain't coming to turn you in. Okay, yeah. It's fire. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Check yeah. it out. I think they in season three right now, maybe. Or two. Season one or two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that it's out. It's considered a dark comedy is like the genre. Yeah, I seen that. I was like, dark comedy. Hmm. Hmm. That might be interesting for me. Because yeah. I like comedy, first and foremost. <laughs> I like comedy. I like tragedies. I'm learning like how they're similar, how they're different. I like psychological thrillers. You know what I mean? I'm into more dialogue. I I prefer like a black and white. I used to watch movies. I just really? read the subtitles. 
I, yeah. I can, I can. I'm do into that. the dialogue more than like, I, the, if it's a good plot, I'm gonna fuck with it, and I wanted there to be a twist, like something I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. If your movie's yeah. predictable, I don't think your writing yeah, is strong. Yeah, nah, you'll see it can't be predictable. Man. I hate predictable, especially ass movies, in the beginning. Man. Well, how could I know two hours of movie and I've only seen thirty minutes? That Bad, means sure. like <laughs> this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, have you seen Prisoners? The no. movie with Hugh Jackman. Watch it. It's called Prisoners. Hugh Jackman and um, um, Terrence Howard, but uh, it's a psychological thriller. It's like three hours long. It's about kidnapping, but it's it's deep. And, three uh, hours long? Yeah, it's like three hours long. It's Ooh. really good. And Jake Gyllenhaal is like the detective that's helping them find their daughters. It's it's crazy. Listen, the last three it's hours. It's crazy. The last three hour long movie I watched was Inception. Ooh, I love Inception. I do too. Super underrated movie, man. Because a lot of people be like, "That's a three-hour-long movie. I'm not watching that shit." But they like Titanic. (laughs) Titanic was boring. Man, I've never watched that movie. That shit's boring. It's good. It's good. It's kind of like The Notebook to me. Like it's good. Hmm. It's a good read, but (laughs) it's not as great as people make it seem. It is. I would prefer like Paid in Full or Set It Off or some shit. Dead Presidents. Hey, Set It Off can always get Set It Off is so good, bro. That would be so fire. (laughs) Shout out Queen Latifah, man. She. Sis don't, I can't wait till she get all her flowers she deserves. People don't really realize all she's done for us, man. Yeah, man, she's uh she's doing some shit right now with uh what's it Equalizer? Equalizer, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna see it for the for the cause, but I gotta see how that. I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna like it. What's that? What's that <laughs> on? I don't even know, bro. Right. I I can't even. I think some stuff we should leave alone. Some some of it, just a, just a little bit. You feel me? I, <laughs> I, I get you. I get we you. We try to remix too much. Yeah, a lot of a lot of rebooting and some of the reboots just be the wrong reboots. Like mm-hmm. prime prime example, you know, I'm gonna just go back. Let's Power Ranger, the little Power Ranger movie that came out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I think it came out trash. Yeah, 2019, yeah. 2018. Trash. That movie was garbage. You feel me? Yeah. Like I went to go see that movie. I I was in Dayton at the time because that's where my mom was living and shit. But I went to the movies. Went to go see it. Fell asleep. But I I was salty that I fell asleep because I was like, wait a minute, I feel like it was it was starting to get good. So then I ended up watching the movie at the house. I'm like, shit was weak. Like, yeah, I'm glad I fell asleep yeah. on this shit. Like, what the Should fuck, man? Like, again. there was no there was no reason to reboot it if it was just going to be this fucking shitty. Like, yeah, it was trash. It yeah. made no sense. Uh, nobody that used to watch it liked it. It made no sense. Mm-mm. And they could have done so much with it. I'm, I mean, I'm interested, but we've seen a lot of bad movies in our I mean, lifetime. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested for a do-over, yes, but it just got to be with the right people. You feel me? Like the right people got to be able to get a hold of this. Shit. And it's going to be hard because they waited too long. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of younger people acting these roles who didn't grow up on this like we did. It wasn't as big at the time as it was when we was kids. Mm-hmm. Like Power Rangers was like Pokemon and shit. Like that was like. The trend. You were corny if you didn't watch Power Rangers. And you couldn't tell me at least one of them and didn't know the Black Ranger or the Green Ranger and the White one. Facts. You was corny to me. Like, I'll already write you off in life. So that was the way of life at the time. It's not that important no more. And if so you, you ain't going to find actors who care enough. If you didn't know that the Green Ranger and the White Ranger were the same person, then that's really a problem. <laughs> this is all the trick questions, bro. You get But listen, <laughs> this used to piss me off. Man. I used to hate that at school and elementary and everybody was just talking about all this stuff. I'm like, bro, now I know you lying because I do this. 
But I, I especially at that time, like I was not an infiltrator. You feel me? I was not about to pull cars. I'm just kind of watching in my head, like this motherfucker lying, y'all. He lying. Mm -hmm. He's naming Pokemon. Talk about Digimon. He's lying. Right. Right. (laughs) Hey, Digimon used to go too, man. I I fucked with Digimon. Digimon was fired. Shout out to Nami, bro. Saturday mornings was. Lit. Yeah, tsunami was Saturday. Tsunami is legendary. Tsunami and Adult Swim. Yes, legendary. Golden. Bro. Just, I need to see the team who did that because that's crazy. I want to be in them rooms when they was putting together the shows because Gundam's one of my favorite like anime. So, man, they had everything for mm-hmm. you, bro. The late night and the morning. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Disney saying, was like, it. Disney DX or Disney had something too that was fire. Um, when we was kids. Oh, oh, um, um, um. Damn, I know what you're talking about, but I can't it remember. It was Saturday that. mornings, and Nick had something, too. That's when, like, Rocket Rocket Power and all that was on. Mm-hmm. Nick had something, too. Eric, that's when them... I remember the, we had Time Warner. It was 35, 36, 37. Uh, Disney, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. And I would just switch between the three, because, like, they was all playing hitters at that time. All hitters. The original Teen Titans, not this new Teen Titans. Man, I... The I, original I, Teen Titans. You can't go wrong with that. Hitters. They you was playing go hitters, with bro. That. We was just talking about that on the last episode too, because uh, we was like, um, they they ended that they ended that series like just completely different. Like yeah. I, I feel like there there should have been way more than what was left off with us. You feel I me? I agree. I think they got. I think some of those things get bigger than what they expected, and they stopped putting that effort from when they were struggling when you writing a show to get picked up versus when you syndicated. You know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. little different. And I think a lot of shows just fall off because they either get other projects or they just don't care about this no more. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like Teen Teen Titans Go was just look a, at how many episodes again. It's got movies. It's got. I feel like they just stopped caring about and they start focusing on this younger new generation. They mm-hmm. stop caring about us. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, because Teen Titan Go came right after they stopped doing that one. Mm-hmm. Looks like y'all just had them start working on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Same ideas, y'all. Just change the animation. <laughs> And it's a kid version. You feel me? It's like, goofy. Y'all yeah. do musicals and songs. Who is yeah. this song? Who is this for? I was like, Teen Titans was never doing no shit like this, man. That's why I was like, I can't, I can't get into this shit for real. I just let my kids get into it. I'm like, this for y'all. For yeah, real. clearly they yeah. said, forget us old heads. Yeah, man. But nah, Teen Titans was definitely a golden show. I miss that show. Man. I miss them all. Sailor Moon. Sailor we had Moon some was fire. Hitters back. Sailor then. Moon was fire, yo. Uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack was my shit. Mm-hmm. Afro Samurai. Oh, I, yep, yep, yep. Afro Samurai. That was shit was too. beautifully ghetto, bro. I love it. <laughs> I love every second of that shit, bro. I was so happy when they made that Boondocks. I was, I was just like, yeah, this for the culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Samurai Jack is underrated as hell. I seen they was rebooting that. Did they do that or go through with that? I hope they don't. Um, it looked like they already had it finished. I'm not too sure about that, but I did see something about that as well. I seen that they uh, did a, a, a little video game to that shit, and I was like, this. Yeah, nah. Y'all got to reboot the, the stuff that I feel like would go right now, like Codename Kid Next Door. That would go. I seen they did the Powerpuff Girls reboot. That made sense. That like, would go. Stuff like that, 
make sense, but those older shows that, you know what I mean, they don't really make sense for this new to kitty fight. Like, it don't, it wasn't that kind of show. It was a gritty kind of show, for mm-hmm. real. They were slapping each other around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Tom and Jerry type business, for real. <laughs> real shit. Real shit. Who you going with? Uh, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Ooh, Cartoon Network. Oh, good choice, man. I think Cartoon Network got the best out of all three. Facts, yo. Cartoon Network. They ain't never did us wrong. Joke. Nobody can tell me what they've ever did wrong, for real. For it was real. like they gave, they gave a mixture. Yeah, like even Chowder and all that. I rock with those shows. Like I, I like the new age Cartoon Network too, and I can appreciate our age of Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. That's why I like them. They've been consistent for real to me. Gumball, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, Adventure one. Time. That's my shit. The regular show. Like I've all those shows one. are hitters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those I've are new age, one. new age Cartoon Network. They fire. Ed, Ed and Eddie will forever be uh, a, a top tier, yo. Just Ed, Ed and Eddie was classic. You can't like you can't. It, it's gonna be a hard cartoon show to go up against Ed, Ed and Eddie. Classic. You got you got to understand the struggle and the hustle that them niggas was putting in on each episode every day, yeah. just for a jawbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that beautiful, bro? A fucking jawbreaker. It was the next, I feel like it was the next age up from Rugrats. Like, yep. how their adventures is just like an average day. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's 3 o'clock come in, but it looked like it's, this was like a movie. <laughs> it's like some Project X shit. Like, wait, what happened? Nah, that's real. This was over some candy. <laughs> over some damn candy, dog. <laughs> And it was only twenty five cents. Conning niggas getting five hundred dollars. Like, all right, <laughs> not just buying a jawbreaker, but like we bought the scheme just to get a jawbreaker. And then, <laughs> bro, oh my god, bro, yeah, that man, was man. my shit. Oh, that was classic. They gave us Cartoon Network made cow and chicken jump. That's cow how I knew they was so I legendary because that, that that show was just completely inappropriate. They was eating ass on on a plate. so many levels. Yeah, on a yeah. plate. And it, it was, was the shape and everything. Everything. That was Family Guy before Family Guy. Like, they didn't care. They Those shows was outrageous. And we loved it. If you think about it, that is. Ren and Stimpy's, like, we loved it. Ren and Stimpy was golden. Like we had one. Doug. We had, um, man, we had so much. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Fire. Life. Fire. Yep. Um, Earthworm Jim, we had... Oh, um, shit, I forgot about him. Oh, but we had hitters. I was an old soul kid, too, so I was, like, watching Space Ghost at night. um, What's that, um... What's his name? He was blue, black hair, white Z. His his name started... Oh, uh, Danny Phantom? No, not him. Okay, not Not Danny Phantom. What network was he on? Oh, fuck. I think originally WB. Okay. So he was all blue. He was like a superhero. He was all blue. I think I know who you' talking about. I just can't. can't. Is this back when like Animaniacs was on WB? So that time, I think I know who you' talking about. That show was fire too. Shout out Animaniacs. I grew up on that. Animaniacs. Yeah, that Looney Tunes. Yeah, them was the classic Scooby Doo, the original Scooby Doo. When it really gave you nightmares. That original Scooby Doo, we was terrified. Mm -hmm. They was in haunted houses. I thought somebody was gonna stab them up. All the time. Like, you yeah, always yeah. think somebody was really going to die. It felt like some Dateline shit was going, some, some Man, Law and Order I, shit I was going on. I missed a good time. But, yeah, I, I used to watch Space Ghost. That was my show, especially on the late night. Space Ghost. Oh, hold that on, was my on, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on. Space, Space Ghost, Ghost Coast to Coast. Okay, I remember. Yeah, it was a talk oh, show. It was a podcast oh, before wait. podcasting, bro. Hold on. I People ain't that. hit. That shit was a podcast. Space 
I remember they oh geared it like a late night talk show, but they was really talking about like real life shit too. Yes, they were yes. talking about mayors and governors and like real life shit. Hey, something was wrong with these niggas. No, yeah. the, him Borak or yeah, yes. something was wrong with these niggas, man. Brand Mantis, That's where um 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 Aqua Hunger Force, all that type shit came from. People mm-hmm. forget about Space Ghost, and that was out before we was kids. We was getting born into that. Yeah, it was. That was fire, bro. I was, I used to listen. I used to watch all that. I run down some cartoons. Man. Man, that was my life. Cause they, especially the good ones. You know what I mean? Like you, oh man. Yeah, I think about Lion on them. Like when you asleep. really get back in original GI Joes, Thundercats, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know Thunder what I mean? Fire too. Oh, Dark, uh, you go Darkwing Duck. Yeah. You remember Street Sharks? I remember Street Sharks. It was a street toy Sharks? and a cartoon yeah. for a little bit. They might have had one season. Street Sharks was my street shit. Sharks I had all the street. The toys was hard too. They was beastie. I had I had the um the blue one. It was the on brown skates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I remember them, bro. I remember them. Hey. Bro. I definitely remember them. Niggas. Hey, them was hard. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, I remember, our childhood was lit. We had Goosebumps books. That's when that was heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the book fairs. The book fair used to be lit. Nigga, Jurassic Park was fire back yeah. in the day too. During them times, man. Because I know a nigga like me was always trying to see. Jurassic I had to rub Park. my eyes going because I loved going back to watch all those old movies. But I'm like, it looks so bad. I'm like, our eyesight nah, was so bad. Yeah, now nah, playing it to the sixty four. I be rubbing them. I'm like, nah. we was li- we thought this was lit too at the time. <laughs> this shit look trash. It looks terrible now. I, I can't, bro. Because I, I seen, um, I seen, I be seeing a few movies. The only movie that I did watch recently that was actually a good movie from back then and still a good movie now, Rugrats first movie. Ooh, all of them for me, but yeah, the first one, yeah. Yeah, you Orange, me? orange VHS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the Reptar I just, Wagon. Yeah, I just watched that like yeah. probably within two, three weeks. I watched ago. that with my kids. That one in Paris. Yeah, bro. That one was sad, oh, man. I need to with watch Chucky. That, one. that man, one was sad, bro. bro. Oh yeah, I was holding it back. They watching it, laughing. I'm like, this ain't funny, kids. This is fucked up. My heart broke. <laughs> my heart broke on that movie, man. When he said that me. and when he said, I don't want to be big peoples no more in the show, those was like the two most iconic moments for Chucky. Like, I felt him so... I related to him both them moments. Like, mm-hmm. damn. <laughs> Buddy be fed up for he go through a lot. Man. And he had he had no idea what was in tune for him. We had slick that area too. Like we were saying, we had Rocket Power, we had uh Wild Thornberries in that era. Mm-hmm. We had um what was some other shows As I was talking about around that Ginger. time? Oh, that show was underrated. Mm-hmm. That show's fire. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that That's was an underrated show too. The angry the Angry Beavers was just the animal version of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I love the Angry Beavers too. That gotta be why. How'd you feel it. about Cat Dog? Cat Dog was, I mean, I've watched it. You it is like, what it is yeah, type. Yeah. It like, wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, you feel me? Like, I never really had no problems with it, but it wasn't like something that I was always interested. Like, oh, I have to watch. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, nah, it's, it's you just. You wouldn't there. have cared if you missed it or not. Yeah, it's just that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just. It's just my that. hitter, I would say, that I had to see was uh, Codename Kid Next Door. Like, I had to make sure I made it home on time to watch that show. That nah, show that's, so... That shit was lit. Fire, Like, bro. when it first came out, so like... fire. I didn't understand it when it first came out, but then I started watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah. So nah, fire. I fuck with this. Did, did you like I Real Monsters? Yep. 
I that was, was a different kind of. That's when I started knowing I was a different kind of kid because I was liking shit like that. People were like you watch shit like that. I'm like, and Hell I yeah. like it too. The fuck? And I like it. We I had no Ninja problem, Turtles. Bro. Watching, the, I watched that. Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Watched that. Captain Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, you said Ed and Eddie. Oh, Cap- Ren and Stimpy. Shout out to Ren and Stimpy. Captain Planet was a different man. What? Yeah. That's- that's the Infinity Stones before the Infinity Stones. It was, literally. He ain't get his recognition on that. Wow. But that literally was what that was, for real. Man, shout out to Captain Oh, Planet. let me tell you one of my sleepers, Invader Zim. See, and I was thinking about that, that one was too. one of yeah. my sleepers. That was a good show. Hey, he he was his his mouthpiece was just wrecked. But he was wild. <laughs> he was Tory Lanez, bro. That's the first Tory Lanez. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> it all makes wrecked. sense now. Another one I had to catch two weekends, Recess. Recess is a natural treasure. Y'all better cherish that show. That yeah. show was fired. That was ahead of his time. Gargoyles. Gargoyles was another Ooh, one. That was fire. Mm. Fire, fire, fire. Dexter's Lab, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. That was so good. SpongeBob, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know SpongeBob was that old. That show. Man, I was shocked that it was 99. Oh, yeah. It came out in 99. I didn't even realize it. I haven't been watching it that whole time. Yeah, bro. It's been out for a little minute. Mm-hmm. Dexter's Laboratory, man. I remember it was this one episode. It was Dexter versus Mandark, man. They both like created these uh, giant robots. Yeah. I was, I was like, that's when I knew. I was like, nah, this shit cold. This, yeah. this is my shit. It's a cold ass it. show. Yeah. Had your sister in there. Yeah, that Man, show she, was. She cold. always popping up, just being annoying. He's like, get out. Get out of here. Like, why are you here? <laughs> and, and then my thing is this like, how in the hell is this little boy able to hide a whole laboratory <laughs> in your guys' house and you don't know underneath about it. it down there yeah like, get the fuck out of here like i just know your parents was not that nah bro nah <laughs> but you know what hey it's, but that led to one of my favorite shows too phoenix and ferb man okay yeah phoenix i didn't like phoenix same and concept ferb. i didn't like phoenix and ferb until i played their video game okay their movies are all fire. That show is fire. Mm-hmm. I love Phineas and Ferb. I'll be knowing the songs. I'll be sense. into it with my kids. Yeah, they make sense. I that like Bubble Guppies, I'll be into that with them. I'm like, oh, this is quality TV. Mm-hmm. We had the Magic School Bus. We oh, had some man. hitters, yo, bro. Yo, this was all our childhood, great, young people. Yo. Yeah, if, if y'all don't, if y'all don't <laughs> get this right now, man, this is this was our childhood. Ooh, this is greatness, man. We just giving y'all a Smurfs, rundown, man. This we, was the whole 90s. Yeah, Looney Tunes, Smurfs, Flintstones. Avatar was my. I had to go watch Avatar Last Airbender. Let me put a correction on that. Avatar Last Airbender. I had to watch that front to back. I mean, Korra Saga now, but the, I mean, the first one was just mm-hmm. legendary, bro. Yeah. They gave us so much. <laughs> nah, Avatar was good. Whew. Avatar Airbender was definitely a beast. Ooh, we had Alvin and the Chickmunks. Um,. Did you like the Fairly Odd Parents? I did. I did. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. That was a fire show. I did. I, That's I a honestly fire did. show. Dinkelberg. I because mean. Because he could, he literally could get whatever the fuck he wanted. Like, he could just. In the, in the episode, each episode is like, how could this go wrong? <laughs> like, we're going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna show you how this could go wrong. Nah, that's, that shit was lit. Crimson Chin was one of the uh-huh, funniest yeah, people on there. Yeah. I fuck with that shit. Chip Skylark. Yeah. They had so many too, memorable man. characters. Man. Vicky. 
Everybody's memorable, kind of in their own right. The dad's my favorite, bro. He's hilarious. Man, the, the dad, oh my god, he's yo. hilarious. Something was wrong with the dad. Period. <laughs> like everything was just wrong with the dad. I like, hate that there's always a dumb dad, but he he was definitely that dumbass dad. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> always it had messing to be everything him. up, but we right. keep him. We keep him around. I don't know why it had to be him, but it just gotta be you, fam. Like you are the dumbass dad, bro. You just gotta be play him. it so well, man. Oh my god, that 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 was a great rundown. That, yeah, that was a great rundown. Y'all y'all caught that right, man. I'm pretty sure somebody gonna somebody gonna turn turn on something like, nah, I gotta watch this now. Yeah, Have you're to. damn right. Have to. You missing out, man, on greatness. And we missed out on a lot. We left a lot off that list. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, right, man. That list gets longer and longer and uh-huh. longer. Dog. That's wild. Uh, real quick, um. Mm-hmm. Another thing, if you guys weren't aware of, um, I guess there was also some um, little little beef that be going on and shit, you know, um, internet beef, man. I, hopefully niggas can stop the internet beef, you know. Put the guns down. If you guys are going to fight, just fight. Um, if you're not, then, you know, leave leave that internet shit alone. Um, especially if, um, you know, you guys' names are big now in the industry and whatnot. Um, Kodak Black and uh, Pooh Shicey. Um, that shit... I caught on to it. I think it was last week or whatever. I caught on to that shit. And I'm just like, man, Pusha T going to win. But other than that, like, I just don't I just don't think, like, niggas really need to be getting into it for real. Like, yeah, nah. Like, now is not a time. Like, bro just got out of jail. You feel me? Like, you, you, your name is getting bigger, like, by the day, like your street, your streams and numbers are rising by the day right and now. That's gonna so, keep happening. You feel me exactly. So right now, I just think like, man, niggas just gotta chalk it up. Like whatever Kodak Black was talking, just let him talk. Um, yeah, you know. I, but I get how that's hard too when you got an image to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you gotta like perpetuate, and that's why I think we shouldn't be perpetuating images because like then you gotta be that. And it's kind of mm-hmm. what's going on with Meek Mill right now. Why people falling out of love with him? Yeah, he he probably need to slap somebody or something because people ain't starting to believe them raps. But yeah, man, and it, Meek, man, that's <laughs> somebody help him. Somebody take his phone. Oh something. my god, yo, he's like, so emotional. He he got one Meek. You got to stay off Clubhouse. That's that's for one. You I ain't heard about the Clubhouse stuff. Club, the right. on there wilding out, man. Meek was definitely on there wilding out. I don't know what he was doing, but that nigga was wilding. That nigga was definitely on there wilding, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> him, the game. Who else be on there wilding? It'd be a few people on there. I had to get off when the celebrities took over. Bro, it was fun before they came, and now it's like everything else. It just y'all be the tops, and we gotta listen to y'all. Don't nobody want to listen to y'all. <laughs> Have y'all be ignorant. And, Low key, nah, real. I just I just had to get off that period, man. It's just people ain't really how I, I I truly honestly don't believe people be living the life that they be living. Mm-mm. Nope, they trying to convince you that's their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, I'm not. I'm just a regular person, just like you are. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I ain't nobody that you need to please. I ain't right. nobody that you need to impress or nothing. Nothing. You feel, you feel <laughs> me? Like I don't care what you do outside of this act, bro. Yeah. But when it starts becoming too much for me, it's like, nah. All right, I'm out. And then mm-hmm. a lot of people be moving funny on that app, on that app as well. And it's just like, 
Y'all gonna act like this, man. Act like this towards people y'all know. Don't don't act like that towards people y'all don't know. That's actually trying to get to know other people because you don't know for real. People people before this app might not have been as open to talk or open to hear other people's problems and shit. You feel me? So it's like you treating people a certain way, and they're all they already wasn't open up to even be on the app in the first place. But here they are. Mm-hmm. You know so. People just ain't considering it, and I ain't got the time. That's true, and I feel like they don't respect each other's boundaries, and that's a lot of people's problem. <laughs> ba- what we said earlier, boundaries need to be established. Mm-hmm. And then that's what creates the friendship or y'all's dynamic is y'all both establishing those boundaries and respecting each other's boundaries. Mm, yes, because, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's very true, because I know a lot of people, you feel me, you can tell somebody, what it is that you want and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, they hear you. They heard you. Mm-hmm. You know, but they not they not really taking it in. Mm-hmm. They're not taking that information in and wanting to actually apply it and shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, that's, and mm-hmm. that just makes you smart. That'll just help you win Jeopardy. But to be intelligent, and you got to, like, apply that everything you learn to your own life. That's your first test and indicator that this one, this works and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you can't say and speak on things if you ain't experienced it. Because how would you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I ask people too. How do you know? Mm-hmm. Somebody else told you that? Because there's no way you know because you ain't did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's that simple now. You just put it back on them. Hold them accountable. That's all I do now. Hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. So now, So now just going back at it, you know. It's looking like people are not even looking like people are trying to hold Pooh accountable for it, you know, his music and shit. But mm-hmm. I feel like this nigga might hold himself accountable for his music. Exactly. Music because it's like. Because he lived that. Yeah. He does. Like, this ain't no music shit to him. That nigga really dropped pictures, too. Like, he dropped photos of him doing the shit that he was doing in his rap. Like. Oh, yeah. I, be, I mean. When you get when you get to that big and you come out of a place like Atlanta, you can't be there can't be no Capitol Hill rap because people know you there. Right. So too, if you're able to do that, you know what I mean, and stay there, stay in the neighborhood. That's because people have seen you do some shit. So I believe him. <laughs> that's the problem though. It's like kind of even Gucci and them are doing something different. They like doing, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't even have a problem with you perpetuating that music, or if that's your sound, that's what you want to talk about. That's what you live through. But y'all actively acting on that stuff don't make no sense. I you think know it, what I mean. I think for him, it's gonna it's gonna take time, just like it did. For, oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Gucci and shit. For but, sure. He young too. That's yeah, why you know he gonna 20. make mistakes. Yeah, he gonna make mistakes. We all make mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And about that, but it is also about evolution and not. It taking you 30 years to do something. It took me 30 years to do. It should right. take you less time. It's evolution. So that means, you know, if things are still staying one way, we're not evolving either oh, as people. I hope, and I hope Gucci is putting putting that piece in his ear. Which I feel like he is. Gucci look like he look because I feel like his mind changes mental. And once your mind changes, your mental changes about things, like your relationships with people around you change. Mm-hmm. They look at you differently. They listen to you differently. They take heed to what you're saying now. You know what I mean? It's a whole different dynamic. So he's going to get a whole different experience just by being around Gucci and watching him in his life because he's doing everything that you want to do. Very true. Very true. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just hoping, you know, like everything works out between the two of you guys. Maybe hopefully we'll hear 
That's right. Maybe we don't, which is cool too, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it does come down to it, my vote is on Pusheisty. And I believe everything this nigga said in his song, 50 Shots. I believe everything. I gotta listen to it. I ain't heard it. Oh man, his to me I've been rocking with him lately. Yeah, to me his his album is fire. His album to me, his album is fire. I've heard good things about it. I'm gonna have to sit and really listen to all of it. I feel like you know how you know how Lil Baby came in twenty twenty with my turn? Yeah. And how this shit just started moving from I feel like that's what's happening with him right now. I, I, I agree. Like that Back in Blood was fire. Torque Sun was fire. Then mm-hmm. his everybody saying his album was good. I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a one hit wonder or summertime baby. I think he can kind of take ten seventeen to like the future to their new like label. You know what oh, I mean? Bro, their they, new artist that bro, they gonna have. The artists, the artists that they have right now in the back end too. Like, cause I, I be paying attention to uh, ten seventeen now for real. After mm-hmm. they dropped their little project and yeah. whatnot too. Yeah, bro, it was snapping. I'm calling it Big Scar is next. Okay, Big Scar. I'm gonna have to bro. tap into him. I, yeah. I ain't heard much. Listen to um, th- and this is the song that gets me to believe he's next. Trap House. Trap House. Mm-hmm. Big, mm-hmm. I, I truly believe Big Scar is coming right behind Pushyce. If it's not Big Thirty, then it's Big Scar. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going with that. All right. We taking your word for it. I'm going to put it on my phone right now. I love the music, too, so mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah, New 1017. Who who you, who you rocking with? New new 1017 or the old 1017? The old one. Mm. <laughs> Waka, Gucci. I mean, yeah. yeah 08 Gucci. Waka. 08 Gucci. Yep. Mm-hmm. OJ the Gucci. Juice Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, they, I mean, they set the stage for this, you know what I mean? Oh, I love Snowfall. Oh, was that Franklin? I gotta get back called up. Yeah, I gotta oh, get back called shit. up. Yeah, that shit, yeah. It's about to go down. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait, bro. I be geeked to watch that. That show was so good. Yeah, I, I'm re-watching it while I'm watching season four, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing that same shit, yeah, bro. bro. It's so much information. Niggas be missing out. Mm-hmm. Niggas Agreed. be missing out. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. We got one thirty-two. We got some, a little bit of time left. All right, so let's go ahead and good life podcast, man. Mm-hmm. So, what inspired you to put the show together? Like, what? Yeah. Okay. So, like, what what got you motivated to move forward with your podcast? You know, because for me, sometimes like, well, back. Back then, like, I used to get discouraged a lot and mm-hmm. shit, you know, but then I would talk to a few friends here and there and whatnot, and, you know, they would help me get back on track. So, I just got to ask podcast hosts to another podcast host, mm-hmm. what got you to keep pushing yourself and to not quit? I would say um, the thing that helped me the most was in the beginning I knew why I was doing this, you know what I mean? So the show is called uh, The Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. So the kickback portion was, like, stuff I was already having going on. I've kicked with my homies. We talk about anything under the sun, you know what I mean? And I, the world has definitely become a pretty sensitive place. So I'm kind of like, okay, like, 
a lot of these conversations aren't being had in public for one one reason or another, but I think they connect a lot of people and a lot of people are going through these same things mm-hmm. that we're all at home talking about in private. But if we talked about them openly, we could relate more to each other, not just through trauma and shit. Right. So it, when I started it, that was the purpose. My purpose is always to help people. That's like, I'm a servicer, you know what I mean? So okay. Okay. that's what helps me go. Cause I know we need to have these conversations, especially because there's always going to be news and media. That's what keeps this stuff strong. Cause somebody always going to be talking about something and have a new perspective on something, which creates conversation. Right. So the more conversations I have, the more I can help people. So I use that literally as my North star, like, okay, like before I can say I'm done with this and I stop, I got to try to have a conversation with every type of person I can. Mm-hmm. And then once I get there, I can stop. And now I'm just two years in, <laughs> like April 10th, it'll be two years. So okay, it's just, okay. it's day by day. You keep going, you know what I mean? And if you need to take a break, sometimes I've taken a break. Like last year, I took a month off and then record, didn't post nothing. And then got back on track, went consistent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm always going to have content or an episode. It's just levels and it's a process, you know what I mean? So as you get further in that process, you ain't going to stay the same. You're going to get better. So sometimes that's that patience part is just waiting till you get to that point. Mm-hmm. It's not if, it's just when. And when isn't always going to be when you want it to be. It won't always be this weekend. It won't always be tomorrow. True. You know what I mean? But it could, too. True. So that's the beauty of patience. You don't know. So wait and see. And I'm that type of person. I'd rather keep doing it and wait and see where it goes versus me not doing this and losing the ability to be able to do this you know what i mean so i like like i told you i'm a picture cinematic person so i like to look at my old pictures i listen to my old show episodes Mm -hmm. that gives me courage and motivation too because i'm like okay this is working it's changing okay i have conversations like i have with you like that they work they change lets me know like you know what i mean even if it's 10 people that i'm helping there's a need for this so fuck it i'm gonna keep going all right just to just to help people out on your show real quick Uh um you feel me if you could give out three episodes for people that's tuned in right now to go listen to, what would those episodes be just for you helping them with using your words? Um, I have, gosh, so many, so, so many. <laughs> Let me look through this thing. Y'all make, cause make I have sure. some that are good, like with others and i have some that are really strong oh yeah oh yeah definitely definitely you know share share the episodes so So i have um yeah let me go on anchor it's a little breezy Mm -mm -mm. okay so i have one that's called high times two so high times is like a series that i do a segment and i started when i was in vegas i go to vegas a lot so i started when i was in vegas and I literally would just get high and rant. It could be about fucking anything. You know mm. what I mean? So they're usually, like, all over the place. Okay. okay. But it started to help me build structure. Um, I have one I did in December of last year. It's called Black Chef Hands. So I had uh, three black local chefs around the city came. Mm. Uh, my dude, Kayafi, dudes, Kai Seafood Boils, Chef Hero, and my homegirl, uh, Tierra. I think hers is tastefully made by T. Okay, okay. So, like, um, I did... Oh, another one was uh, December 14th. I did my mental health awareness panel. Mm. So, that's a really good one to listen to. And that was a lot of... It was mostly women there, but it was a good, you know, conversation. I kind of led it, and I allowed them to talk, too. But it was 100%, like, 
100% mental health, literally. Okay, okay. And then another one I would say, the last one is, I have one that's called Hip Hop is Community. And it's kind of teaching people to, and getting back to the essence of what hip hop was, what it stood for, the village side of it, not so much like the commercial and production side of it, but more of like how they were community. They were helping each other. Like you were selling CDs out your trunk. You went to somebody, they burned them for you. Somebody made the labels. Like there was a team. He was already starting a team. And sometimes I think artists get caught up in this me, me, me. I did it by myself on mm-hmm. my own type attitude. You're neglecting the people that was there for you. Right. Okay. Okay. And where where can the people reach you at? Um. So I'm on every major uh, podcast platform right now. My most consistent one is Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But, yeah, so you can just type in Good Life Podcast to kick back. And then you see me everywhere. Okay. And we on Facebook at Good Life Podcast to Kickback and Instagram at Good Kickback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, you guys definitely know where to go. Um, listen to those episodes. If you didn't catch the episodes, just rewind it. But, yeah, I mean, that's top four right there. So, <laughs> you feel me? Definitely go check those episodes out, man. Um, Before we go, um, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and... You know, just shed shed some light on life and mm. just living life and, you know, being able to function through the process that you got to go through and mm. whatnot, you know, because a lot of people may not be where they feel they need to be or mm. where they want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and even even with the STEMIs, you know, I and I understand people are still waiting on their STEMIs, and, you know, uh, you guys are just wanting to get into a better position in life. Um, so... You know, hopefully some words of encouragement can help you. you mm-hmm. know. Um, that's all people need, just a little bit of reassurance here and there. You know, wrong with it. I agree with that. I definitely, I would say mentally um, focus on self, like start focusing more on self-love and self-care. Um, I love that all this money is being distributed, you know, to our people, but money don't fix money problems. So, like, it's your mental, it's your decision-making, it's you. And a lot of, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of what goes on day to day is people don't trust themselves. They don't trust the decisions they make. So they either live through distractions or they just don't do anything. They don't make any decisions. Mm-hmm. But you're not really living. So I would say the best part of living life is living your life. Do the things that you want to do the most and see where that takes you. See how that feels. If you want to live in a new place, like move. What's holding you back? You know what I mean? If it's just excuses, go do it. And a lot of times, uh, I'm a realist, so a lot of times people just perpetuate life like not how it is. And to me, life is hard. I don't tell people life is easier, that it gets easier. It doesn't. Life is hard, and it gets harder. But us as people, we get better. We get stronger. We get smarter. We get more allies. We become more trusting. We become more understanding. We learn to listen better. We become more patient. Mm -hmm. So life stays how life is, but you get better. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at it differently. You're changing your mental versus you saying, oh, I'm weak and life keep kicking my ass. you like, life ain't nothing. I've already been living here doing this. I can probably do it some more and probably do it better than I've been doing because mm-hmm. now I'm seeing new ways to do it. I'm hearing new ways to do it, and I'm experiencing new ways. You know what I mean? But a lot of times those distractions are keeping us from paying attention to the good that's going on in life, and we're not giving ourselves credit for it. So, yeah, you feel depleted. You feel like you ain't had a win because you can't see your wins. Facts. 
<laughs> you focus on stuff that ain't yours and that's how you can't see them but when you focus on self and what you do just waking up getting out of bed every day should be a win for you mm-hmm. the fact that you woke up this morning should be a win because everybody didn't have that luxury so mm-hmm. you're more special than you think you know what i mean but it depends on what you're thinking about so i would say clear your mind and think about things that are conducive with a life that you want to live yeah man <laughs> that, that's real shit man and also as well you know just a piggyback on um you know, with living your life, man. Mm-hmm. Um, just basically, you know, do the things that make you happy. You know, mm-hmm. do the things that satisfy your needs and your wants, man. For real, for real. Because um, one thing that I am starting to understand, um, you know, you can't really, you can't put a dependence on anyone else to, you know, bring that light into you or to breathe that light into you. You feel me? Because it's not it's not the person's responsibilities or their duties, you know, and that may be a, a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes it, it, it is just something that you got to accept. You know, you can't depend on other people to build your happiness or create your happiness. You mm-hmm. got to be able to start it within yourself. Facts. That's it. Difficult though. <laughs> it is, but it's worth, it's worth it. I'll say that. Yep. Yep. That's very true. Very true. Well, life is good, man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, for real, for real. I mean, as long as you're, as long as you're all right, your mm-hmm. kids are all right. You know, and if if you do have a family, your family's all right. If you don't have a family, whatever. You know, if life is good for you, then that's really all that matters, man. For real, for real. Because at the end of the day, life is good with Good Life Podcast. So, you know, the conversations that me and Tim be having, man, they're dope. Yeah, you know, real ground dope. like heavy conversations. Mm-hmm. The best con. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta get used to this shit too, man. Yeah, it's an uphill battle. I I think like consistency, experience. That's what keeps me going. Just knowing I can get up and do it tomorrow. And sometimes I'll just record a rant and delete it. Like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I, that's me recording for the day and working. It ain't even always what you put out into the world. It's a lot of times it's behind the scenes stuff the world will never see. That's what makes your episode so solid. Mm. You know the preparation of it, so that's what helped me. <laughs> I never, I never did that before. I might have, yeah. to, I might have to utilize that for yeah. like a, uh, like a little mental session or something. Yeah, I have conversations too with other podcasters and people like we're on a podcast, but it's just a conversation how we talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of strengthening me up with that too when I get on air and just being like comfortable transitioning and mm-hmm. being able to switch topics and move around all over the place because. It's, it's conversations are not easy. Like I don't, I don't judge. I mean, I wouldn't say I do judge people. I don't judge people unfairly for not being able to communicate. You know what I mean? I understand it's a complicated process, but I also understand as an adult, if you can't communicate, that means you're not working on it every day. Yeah. Cause like, if you worked on something for 10 years, I mean, you might know how to do it. <laughs> you know what you I'm should, saying? You should be happy. You yeah. might. You might know how to do it. So you probably ain't been working on this like you think you've been working on this. Mm-hmm. You've been circling the same 20 words you know for the last 20 years. Right. Learn and some new words. Change. Use them differently. Apply it to yourself. Hold yourself accountable for those words that do apply to you and live your life. Like, it's that simple for real. <laughs> that's the problem, though. People people don't be applying. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I think hard. that's, yeah, it's hard. No, I, I just, I don't even think it's hard for some people for majority. I just think it's all laziness. For oh yeah. Part. Yeah. Hell yeah. That too. That too. But I think laziness is like an excuse for something being too hard. 
So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Same thing. I yeah. feel like it's it's all the same problem, but like I was saying earlier, I think a lot of us be saying the same shit just in a different language. But we really saying the same shit, and if we can identify it as the same thing, we can fix it. You know what I mean? But this person speaking Chinese, this person speaking French, this person speaking English. We all saying the same thing, but obviously it sounds different. Mm-hmm. So now you caught up on the sound of it and not what we actually saying, which is the same thing. Mm. So we can't even move forward with this thought because y'all so worried about how it sounds. Mm. Worried about the delivery. I don't worry about neither one of those things. I worry I about I what mean, it is or what it ain't. <laughs> That's man, all I need to know. I, I just wish people would live yeah. life more like that. That's all I need to know. Then it's like you would understand more. Uh, man, oh you wouldn't God. waste your time. But that's the, I say. That's why I call these things distractions. People are using them to waste their time mm-hmm. because if you have time, if you meditate and you slow time down, what are you doing? Are you thinking. And they don't want to think. They don't want to think about their problems. They don't want to think about having to go to work and face this motherfucker. They don't want to think about the bully that's waiting for them around the corner. They don't want to think about asking you to the dance. They don't want to think. So they distract themselves. Mm. Liquor, toxic behavior, certain relationships that you know ain't good for you. You know what I mean? Working a job that you hate, but you still there. You won't leave that place, but you hate them like you about to kill somebody in here. I don't think people know where the term going postal came from, but yeah, it was wilding out at the post office at one wow, point. I remember that. Yeah. They were overworked and they was wilding out. I remember that shit. <laughs> and then the post wild. office started letting them go after 20, 30 years and they was coming back shooting a building up, mm-hmm. shooting a club up. Just wilding, bro. So it's like, you can't, you shouldn't do that to yourself because we start to compromise ourselves and we put ourselves in positions we know make no sense for us. And then now you avoiding yourself answering those questions when you're like, yo, what's up? And you're like, no, I'm going to go drink. Are we going out? <laughs> nah. Sit on that couch in silence, answer all those questions, get to your next day, and then you can enjoy drinking and going out. But right. stop putting off priority, which is you, to go do some shit that you know don't serve you. Mm. Mm. You lying to yourself and you can't lie to yourself. Man, that's, <laughs> that's important. That's important, though. That's important. Yeah. You motherfuckers always lying to yourself, you and you can't. need to stop doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You creating that, what I don't think should be a thing, but I do realize it's, it's, it is society, but the whole angel and devil on your shoulder thing, like, that shouldn't even be like that. I think that's a person who's compromised, and they've created two parts of themselves, a part of yourself that don't put up with shit, and a part of yourself that gets walked all over. And they're not level. You feel me? I'm a singular, secular mm. one person. Mm. I don't allow disrespect. It don't matter. I don't There's not it. times that I allow it. There's not times when I'm cool with shit I'm not cool with. Every time right on time, I'm going to show you I'm not cool with whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. So there's, I don't compromise myself. I never put myself in a situation where I morally have to do something that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I see people do that all the time. Mm. All the time. You know what I mean? Like... It got huge in the business world, like trading sexual favors for business. And the, the people that was doing it was degrading. Like, they didn't even want to do it. So why? Say no. Nah, because my job, and nah, mm. say no. <laughs> I tell every job I ever worked when I walked in, if anything that ever happened in my life that's priority, I'll walk out. Don't expect me to come back. Mm. You silly if you think I'm coming back the next day. Right. Especially if it's some of my kids. I'm not, I don't care what y'all talking about, how much you pay. I don't care about benefits, none of that. <laughs> There's other jobs. You ain't the only job out there that, that pay people good money. Very true. And that's that fear, you know what I mean? People afraid of many different things, but... The man with no fears is free to do all. That's like one of my favorite quotes. So I don't fear shit. Like something mm. make me feel uncomfortable. I'm afraid. I mean, I need to do it. Now I'm excited. 
Because at least I get to see about this thing. You know what I mean? Mm. You might try some new food. Shit, either you're going to like it or not. <laughs> like, what's what's the hesitation? What's the ill? Like, just eat it. Just try the shit. Because mm-hmm. then you can move on with your life if you don't like it. Yeah. Yep. But why no, sit here and ponder something you can see about and you can just go answer yourself right now? Why yeah. would you do that other than you might not like the answer that this is going to give you? It's something, but sometimes <laughs> you need that answer that you, you not, always need that answer. Uh, yeah, you always gonna need that. It answer creates that security. You, don't expect. you know what I mean? It creates security. I have friends, male friends, who are gay, like who are homosexuals. It's never bothered me. I'm a hundred percent secure with myself as a person, not even as a man, as a person. So that's just an example. But that example, I can be cool with them because, like, a motherfucker could walk in the room and like. Everybody in here, gay, I wouldn't move or budge because, like, I know you ain't talking to me because I know myself. I'm secure. I know I love women. That's one of the greatest things in this world is a black woman. So I'm secure with myself. Let's go ahead and say that there. Facts. But let's call it, let's let's dig deep. Let's really be honest with ourselves. I'm secure with myself because I've asked myself those questions. In one way or another, in one space or another, I've been drinking with myself. Like, would I ever? And I'll quickly answer that question. No. So I know the answer. Right. But to somebody who's unsure of that answer, they might not be asking themselves that question. Mm. So when you ask them that question, they take it personally. They take they take offense to it because why would you take offense to me calling you something that ain't your name, that ain't you, mm-hmm. unless you don't know if this is you mm-hmm. or not. You get what I'm saying? Don't Which is okay too, but again, you showing your hand. You showing me you indecisive by not being direct, by not just answering the question. Facts. Oh, man. Oh, my God. See, and that's another thing that I get tired of. I Like, <laughs> I hate when I'm asking you a direct question, and it's like you're you're just yeah, being going around it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, now I can tell the answer. You're giving me the answer. Yeah, you feel me? Like, you didn't already give me the answer <laughs> by not answering the question. Like, yeah. but it's... Just whatever. <laughs> some people don't... Some people don't understand that shit. I, I don't understand why, but at the same time, it's not even my business. Like, I just... That's the beauty of life, bro. It has nothing to do with us. Yeah, nothing to do with us at all. <laughs> so, I appreciate your time, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate for you sure. coming. This, this was Thanks a good for episode. Me, man. Oh, yeah, it was, bro. We talked about a lot. Yeah, we we can definitely get another one going, too. Um, okay. I'll, yeah, we can definitely get another yeah, one going, for sure. We will. I'm going to do some more studio stuff, too, and have you. Uh, I got a couple people. I think we'll do a Beastie episode. Okay. Especially just... Because I'm working on a movie review podcast with, with my homie, so it'll be like that type shit, like just straight movies, anime type. Okay. And I'll even start sending niggas lists of movies to just catch up and watch, because I want to... Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely... I'll yeah, so then we can just discuss them and talk about them. Okay. Yeah, I'm That'd down be with lit. that. that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get more into that culture, because I love, I love nerds, you know what I mean? I am a nerd, but then, like, I'm not a full nerd, I would say, and a lot of the movie review podcasts are them, like... So they know they shit and it makes sense, but they're not relatable. They can't talk about it in a way like a person who ain't in the comics would understand it. They can only speak that language. It's like mm-hmm. they only speak Klingon. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. they couldn't explain somebody who's not interested in this. They couldn't make it interested to them. Mm-hmm. So what our podcast is going to do is be more relatable. Like how we was just talking about Marvel and all that. It's going to be fun and like to where even somebody didn't don't know this shit, they can keep up and they're like, oh, I want to watch that. These oh, niggas yeah. is... Okay. Yeah, you gotta. It you ain't gotta just facts and shit. Guy. It's opinions. It's right. sometimes you gotta reach and say some shit. Like mm-hmm. it's it's having fun with it. So I'm down I with think that. you would. I think you would go perfect into that segment. I'm down with that, man. Just cool, reach cool. Out to me. Just For sure. Reach out to me. So this was episode fifty-two. Life is good. Again, I'm here with Good Life Podcast. The kickback.
You want to go ahead and give the people your name? Yeah. Um. Thanks for having me again. But it's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. I go by it on all social media handles, mostly Snapchat and Instagram. Thanks for rocking with me on all social media. I'm on all podcast platforms under Good Life Podcast to kick back. All right. All right. Well, again, you guys, I am Braden King, but you also know me as I am from Jupiter. Um, the original me will come back next year, so don't ask and stop calling me my name. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. You guys enjoy the rest of your day.